Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good afternoon and welcome to Fade the Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother. And I'm here with my co-host, Alicia. Hello. So, there is a movie that was out with Tom Hanks called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Um, about a story with Fred Rogers or Mr. Rogers and a journalist named Lloyd Vogel. And we thought it was going to be interesting, but before we saw it, we decided to look at um, the Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Um, so we're going to start with that first because. I really think if I didn't see this, I would be questioning uh, the movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Um, the Won't You Be My Neighbor came out, what year did this come out? 2018. 2018. So, it was a documentary and it came out and we decided to check it out. And, and in my view, it was one of the most... Um, how would you say it was a beautiful movie about a man that had sympathy and empathy and just cared about everybody. Mm -hmm. And his effort was to be kind. And as you've seen the documentary, you could tell that it was hard, but he did it anyway. He wanted to be good to as many people as possible but especially children because he grew up alone and he grew up being sick and he had to create a, a whole um, almost existence with playthings. And once he got older, he saw that that's what he needed to do for children because he was going to be a priest or oh, he was a priest. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of stopped and started on TV and things from that. So, so I'm I'm talking about how I felt, but I thought that was it was so phenomenal. You you really felt how amazing a person he was, or just how genuine he was. Because sometimes when we used to see his show, I didn't think I just thought it was an act, and this proved that this guy was like this a hundred percent of the time. Uh huh. And he never stopped doing that. And even when he said he was angry, and he, he, they said it on both movies, he would do something to take away his anger. He would swim. He said, oh, you can just play the, the, the loud points of the piano. You know, just hit it. And put your anger and do it that way. And it sounds so simple. But in his mind... He had to do something that way because he always thought that people were important. So for the documentary wise, what, what was your thought on that though, man? I actually loved it because um, it showed the other part of him. That you didn't know. Yeah, really didn't know. And how when people had um, impersonate him, how he felt. Mm-hmm. And um, like when Eddie Murphy did it, yeah. You know? And then when he, he felt really bad about it, or I, was it? I don't think he felt comfortable with it. He didn't feel comfortable. He didn't feel bad, 
But I think when he met Eddie Murphy, oh, he and, was he wanted to say he understood. Why did you? He wanted to say why do you portray me that way? Mm-hmm. But when he met Eddie Murphy, met Eddie Murphy was so excited to see him. He finally realized this guy really likes me. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. wasn't he was doing it because he was trying to clown him. It was a joke. Him. Yeah, he did it because of how much he mm-hmm. liked him, mm-hmm. and it was and it was weird because. He didn't know how people perceive him because his point wasn't to impress people. His point was only to be kind and to do right and to tell people about different things because he had a black guy that was on there. Mm-hmm. And okay. who, but you know, you just saw that he had a black guy. But later on, you realize as you, as you see the documentary, this guy was gay and he said he loves him. But I can't allow you to be this way because it's it's bigger right. than, than telling people that you're gay. Right. What we're doing. And then later on, he said, I love you the way you are. Right. Without saying, I love you even though you're gay. Right. He said, I love you the way you are. And he and the, the guys just was so emotional. He mm-hmm. said, you just don't realize what that meant when he said that. And prior to that told him I can't allow you to be gay on my show mm-hmm. but then in turn to be on his show to say I love you the way you are and he was always sincere but on the outside you didn't know if it was genuine or not mm-hmm. and then that that whole documentary was like what an amazing guy it was really a true uh, an amazing documentary it really showed you who he was and I loved it I never I never thought of him as being phony from seeing his show. Really? I don't I don't know. I and mean, when you said it and I thought about it, I was like, okay. I never thought about him being himself outside the show. Because when I saw Mr. Rogers, I always just what I thought. I thought of him being just like that. Yeah, so I you know, I would think that when he wasn't doing the show, he acted a different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because everyone really wanted to know who he was when he wasn't playing Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who remember because there's rumors that he was a, a sharpshooter in the Army and he was a, <laughs> a Marine. But he worked with the CIA. <laughs> and that's why he gives you this this persona because he's really a cold-blooded killer. And But all of that was a lie. Mm-hmm. But But they had to bring something to say this guy couldn't be it's good, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. From transitioning to that, the uh, the beautiful day in the neighborhood. So, when Tom Hanks played this guy, um, you kind of like, yeah, okay, look at this. Tom Hanks is trying to play the character, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But he was actually playing the person. So, the the journalist was a guy that always revealed the bad parts of people. So whether there was a good person or not, he did his research to say this person is bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna re- real show people how how really how this person is, and they wanted him to calm down. So they wanted him to get a nice person, but in his mind, this couldn't be right. And he tried to fight everything. He now. tried to fight and say this is not this guy. I don't want to talk to him. And Mister Rogers sat with him. And he sat with him. And this is where I saw Tom Hanks being a great actor. 
when the guy was being defensive, he still was being calm with him. And he stayed calm and said, well, tell me about your father. Now, I don't want to talk about my father. He's, so it must hurt. And he talked with him calmly and in, in a way almost like a child. And it was it was it was phenomenal that he was breaking this guy down, but said, you're a friend of mine. I, I really want to know who you are and I want to see your wife. You know, what's your wife's name? And he was like, oh, Andrea. And he would call the house and say, oh, I can't wait to hear you. Yeah, I, mean, I can't wait to meet Andrea. you. Remember when he said, hi, Andrea. And she's like, she said, Mr. Rogers knows my name. He knows my name. <laughs> And she and he told her husband, "Don't screw this up. Yeah. Don't mess. Don't mess him up, please." You know, my version of Mr. Rogers is just like this. Yeah, and and, and it was just I just I just love. I guess because I I I when I when I was watching him as a little girl, um, seeing him that way didn't change my way of thinking about him. Right. So. How I seen him on the show is exactly how I seen him. And I guess that's how kids think. We don't think outside of when you're young, you don't think about how would he be outside of himself in a No. In a, I mean, so when I was younger, I totally agree with you. But older, I saw it like, I wonder what this guy was doing after he left there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you get older, you get more critical and 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 you know, judgmental. And I didn't linger on it, but I just wondered, you know, and then you hear the rumors with everybody else. But um, so this relationship with this guy, the, the, the journalist had a bad relationship with his father. And Mr. Roger was kind of trying to talk him through some things. He was almost like he was counseling him. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like weird because, again, if I didn't see the documentary, I would say, why is this guy giving in to him this way? Why is he talking like that? But he was like this all the time. Right. All right. the time. And it was one thing that I thought when it was like amazing. He was like, let's put up a tent. And he oh, tried to put up a I tent. I love that. But I he couldn't that. do it. And I he was that. like, okay, cut. And they was like, you want to do it again? He's like, no. He said, but you didn't put it up. He said, I wanted to show people sometimes things are hard. Yep. Everything's are not perfect. Everything is not going to be perfect. Yeah. Some things are hard. Yeah. And you're not always going to be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. And I and I love that. And I was like, wow. Analogy because it showed that because as a parent, you want to be like, okay, I could do it. And this is how it's going to be done. Or you get the child to do it and say, nah, don't worry about it. I'll do it for you. But he wanted to show children that sometimes if you don't do it, it's okay. Yep. It's okay. You're probably gonna need help, and he did that. And it was it it was amazing the way to see Tom Hanks take the character and um and really represent um Fred Rogers. Yeah. And it was it was really really interesting. And and the guy who played the the journalist, it was interesting that you know his wife and his relationship with his father. And his father was going to die. And then his sister got married. And they all had issues. And he was trying to deal with his issues. And, and Fred Rogers was trying to help him through it without telling him, I'm going to help you through it. He said, you're going to do an interview with me, but let's get to know each other. I think yeah. you're a nice guy. I'm going to call you my friend. 
Yeah, because nobody wanted to do the interview with him anyway. Yeah, nobody wanted to say, I don't want to do nothing with this dude. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to do it. But Mr. Rogers read his articles and said, yeah, I'll do it with him. Yeah, because remember his agent, Mr. Rogers' agent was like, oh, he wanted to know everything about you. And we got early articles and he read them all. Mm-hmm. But he still wanted to do it with you. I love how he made his uh, he, how he made the um, the reporter build the relationship with his father. Yep. I really love how he did that, you know, because he he was so angry that he left his mother. Mm-hmm. That he held that for a long time. Yeah. But um, Mr. Rogers made him really think about what he was doing. Yeah. And, was- and he had to he had to change the way he thought about his father and change the way and realize what he was doing with his own relationship with his wife. Yeah. And his own child. Yeah. So he had to really look at a whole different things. And Mr. Rogers just talked to him. He wasn't telling him what you you should do and what you. He just talked him through a lot of stuff and made him answer things that he really wasn't comfortable with answering. Yep. But it was so simple that he had to answer it, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that was really extraordinary." So I really enjoyed both of them, and 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 to see them both gives a lot of strength to what Tom Hanks did. Tom um, Hanks is, I, I was big, a big fan of Tom Hanks. He's a great actor. It's just oh, he that, is. He is. I mean, you know, it's just certain movies that he had done because the director or the executive producer they wants just, him. They want him. Yeah. And sometimes the director doesn't do a good job with him. Right, right. So he doesn't have a great movie, but sometimes he steps into a movie and he's fantastic. Yeah. And this he was played, one of them he that played, he played the hell out of. The yeah, world. he played Mr. Rogers very well. I mean, it made you, it, you know, after watching the documentary and then watching the movie, you have not only a respect for Mr. Rogers, but you have a sincere love for him. Yep. yep. You know, you really, really, you know, to, you know, I wish he was alive now to see that idiot. <laughs> and just imagine what he would say. What he would say to yeah. the children and yeah. people in yeah. general. I, that that to me is my current curiosity of him and his his actual, his not his personality, but his, his perspective. His perspective. Yeah. 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 And um, so, so really, such a really good movie. Such a really good movie and a great documentary. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna um, put them both together, um, and I'm gonna say both are worth seeing, and I would love to see this again. I would actually love to see the documentary more because I enjoy seeing the man, not the movie. Uh huh. But the movie was good because it it represented the man well. So if you knew the man and they did a movie about him, and you say, well, they showed respect to him. They they really. Showed him respect in the movie. So, yes, good movie. Uh, so the documentary is high on my list, but we don't really don't do documentaries. But um, I'd say the 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 movie is uh, I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight because it was a really good movie. But because of the documentary, I loved it more. Mm-hmm. I think if it was backwards and I would have saw the movie first. I would have been like, yeah, it was pretty good. I think Tom Hanks did a decent job. I, I wonder why he act that way. And then when I saw the documentary, I would have been like, oh, now I get it. But 
I saw it from the front end, so I went from that. So well, what, it, you, what you got? I thought it was, it, you know, even though I'm a big fan of Mr. Rogers, I, you write about the documentary made it so much more than what the movie was. Mm-hmm. And so I loved it so much, I gave it a 9.5. Wow. So you really liked it. Yes, I do. I will watch it again. I, I really would watch it again. Because I love the fact that, you know, how he lived his life. Mm-hmm. That was just amazing how he lived his life. And then, you know, he said, oh, no, I have my bad days. Yeah, I have my bad days. Yes, we do argue. His wife said, yeah, he we argue. Mm-hmm. And it was just that you you don't see that side of him. But it, it almost like they argue, but it's not every day. You know what I'm saying? You know? But, you know, I'm glad you said that. So let me let me give you a little input on that. Um, how frustrating the TV people was with him because they want to film and he wants to sit there and talk to the child. Yeah. Yeah. Or they want to film and they kind of like, look, no, we want to do this again. No, it's fine. Let's leave it just like this. And they frustrated, but he has a reason why he's doing certain Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So, and when he tells them, no, no, this is what we're going to do. No, no, I'll be back. And they kind of like, what the hell? But he knows what he wants to do. There's reasons. Mm-hmm. You can tell in, in, in the documentary, he had reasons for all the things he did. He didn't do it for himself. He did it for others. And he made decisions for others. He didn't do it for himself because it was more to what he was than just being the person who he was. He was a lot more than that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and that was interesting to see how the other people, you know, interact with him as well. And, you know, he went off TV for a while and came back. Yep, he sure did. Which was, like, really interesting because I never knew that either, you know. I just knew he was on TV. So, you know, this TV shows that only had, like, 12 episodes, but they play them so much, you, you think it's, know. like, his 30 yeah, of them Yeah, because back, back in the day when we were growing up, it was never, like, um, serious ones, you know, Episode one of two, they played it like randomly. Yeah, and it was never you know back to back to back to back mm-hmm. in order. Yeah, because it was random shows. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you know sequential, like you said. It goes from that, and then the next one will proceed from that, and it it was random all over the place. So exactly. whenever you saw them, it exactly. was kind of like, did I see that one before? Oh, and then you just go from that. But anywho, really, really impressive movie. Very, very impressive movie. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the documentary more. So if you have an opportunity to see either one, um, if you see one, you probably should see the other. Um, And it just, it'll fill your heart with, wow, you know, there's people out here. They said, he's a saint. He's like, no. His wife was like, no, he's not a saint. (laughs) He's not a saint. She said that. But if he's a saint, then who's better? You know what I mean? So so she was realistic with it and um, just... Really, really good. It was a really good, heartwarming movie and documentary, and I, I'm glad we both saw them both. But anywho, anything else, man? Not bad. Well, Fade to Black Cinema Wednesdays. We have every Wednesday. We have our movie documentary or TV review, so you'll be able to see what we see and what we like, and then just go from there. Um, you can go to bougieblackbrother.com and check out the podcast from there. Or 
you can go to Bougie Black Brother Network on YouTube and get to hear it on that as well. Well, thank you very much, and we glad you stopped by, and we'll see you next time on Face Black Cinema. Later. Bye.